Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it again. I'm back at it again, man. It is time to talk Jets, y'all. It's time to talk Jets. Listen, man, this football team had a big-time comeback against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big-time comeback. I'm talking huge. I'm talking huge. Like, what a game. What a game, all right? New York Jets beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 24-20. to 24-20 in a just absolute display of will. Display of will. There was a lot of things that happened in the game. Zach Wilson and his return game looked solid as well. We're going to be discussing it all, okay? We're going to get to it. But listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show, all right? Listen, your boy's also on iTunes as well, okay? I'm on iTunes. Go on over to iTunes, search The Long Beach Joe Show, okay? The Long Beach Joe Show, search it up, all right? Subscribe to that show, okay? And when you subscribe, hey, leave me some feedback. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing here on my show. And I want to thank everybody that does that, man. I truly appreciate it. I really, really do. You know, everybody comes on by, lets me know what they think about what I'm doing over here on the show, and I just read those, and it's nice. You know, so I want to thank everybody that does do that. It is great to see. I'm also on Twitter as well, at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. So go ahead and follow. I'll follow you right back. We can go back and forth. All right, love going back and forth. And if you, if you want to see the show itself live, okay, for those of you that don't know, maybe you listen to me on Blog Talk, you know what I mean, which is wonderful. You know, blogtalk, you know, dot com backslash Long Beach Joe. All right, I'm on there too. I'm on Blog Talk Radio. If you want to watch the show live, you know what I'm saying? If you want to watch your boy live, do this live show, hang out with the savages, guess what? You can come on over to YouTube, okay? Come on over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Type that in, hit that subscription button. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that be saying, hey, Joe, we enjoy listening to you, but we didn't know that you looked so good. I say, whoa, you know, I'm not, you know, a cocky guy. You know, I don't, I'm not arrogant, but thank you. You know, a lot of people say, hey, Joe, you're looking good. Thank you, you know. So salutes to everybody. And, again, salutes to all my savages in the chat. For those of you that do, know, do not know, I call my chat the savages. Why? I'm talking, man, listen, nobody's safe. Not even me. If they don't like your take, if they don't like what you bring to the table, they're going to let you know about it. You know what I'm saying? They're going to let you know about it. So just get ready because it's what it is there. So with that, Listen, it is time to talk about this New York Jets football game, okay? It's time to discuss it, and there's quite a bit to discuss, all right? 
Uh, Zach's return game, there was a lot of discussion about how, hey, what is that going to look like in this football game? What are the Jets going to look like? Again, we were just coming off a game. We weren't happy with our results. And the Jets put things together. They put things together. They made it happen. They fought tooth and nail to get themselves back in this football game. Now, early, you know, the offense came out. It was Zach's first, you know, first drive back since the injury. And we had a quick three and out. A lot of people were looking around saying, okay, well, you know, Zach's trying to shake off the rest. Again, Zach, you know, did look a little bit rusty early. But we got an interception from Joyner, which was huge early. Again, Joyner had two interceptions on a day and six total tackles. This is a guy that a lot of people have been after pretty much all season so far. Looked lost in coverage, a lot of issues. Even DJ Reed came out earlier, you know, in the week before the Pittsburgh Steelers game and said, hey, there's a lot of miscommunications defensively. We're going to sit down. We're going to have a meeting, and we're going to figure this all out. Sulla talked about the, the miscommunications as well defensively. So, again, we saw a lot of that having issues with Joyner uh, and the safety play. Joyner getting that interception early, you know, set us up for our first score. Now, when we got the ball back offensively, we saw the offensive line struggle, and they struggled for most of the day, all right? And – we saw the offensive line struggles there. Zach was sacked in that drive. He was running. There was a lot of pressure. We also saw as well that to start the game offensively, Elijah Vera Tucker was starting at left tackle. He started at left tackle against the Steelers. I'm just saying, listen, if you want a beast, all right, if you want a monster, just go to SC, get yourself a lineman. Things will work out, all right? This guy, Vera Tucker, he's played left guard, He's playing right guard right now. Now we have him as an emergency left tackle. What can't he do? I'm just saying, what can't this young guy do? But, again, we saw the offensive line struggles, particularly on the interior. And, uh, you know, there were some issues on that drive. But we capped it off with a field goal. We capped it off with a field goal. So we up 3-0. Okay? And everything's feeling good. Then the Steelers punt, all right, and we drive down the field yet again. Zach's leading. He's making throws left and right, finding guys, and things are looking good. Then we get into the red zone. We pull out an old trick play, you know, pitch back to Berrios. Berrios finds Zach Wilson in the end zone for a touchdown. Now, listen here, man. I've seen a lot of touchdown celebrations. I have, as you have as well, I'm pretty sure. Now, Zach Wilson decided to pull the gritty out the bag, okay? For those of you that don't know, just search it up. There's a lot of people doing the gritty around the NFL. You know, I've seen some good gritties. I've seen some horrible gritties. I'm talking some, some really bad gritties in this oh. I've seen some bad gritties now, okay? But this gritty that Zach Wilson actually pulled off after the TD, it was solid. I put some respect on it. I put some respect on it. So the touchdown, the play call was amazing. The celebration after it, solid. So now we're up and we're rolling. It's 10-0. Everything's feeling good. The vibes are feeling, feeling, feeling good. Everything's feeling well, all right? We're rolling. Everybody's behind it, all right? We just got our TD. We're leading. Now, mind you, before this, we haven't led for more than 22 seconds in a game. And we're rolling around. Got a field goal, got a score. We're up 10-0. Then the Steelers 
continue to drive down on their next drive. They actually challenged the play. Uh, a child tried to challenge a catch that was initially called an incomplete. The referees upheld it. I was a little surprised about that because we all know how the refs handle the New York Jets, okay? <laughs> they tend to screw us over. All right, I'm going to keep it real, okay? But uh, they upheld the incomplete uh, catch, and the defense, particularly the pass rush early in this game, was very solid. Quentin Williams gets a sack on that drive. We also saw Carl Lawson harassing people all day. He actually uh, uh, had a sack on the day. Jermaine Johnson also was handling business, too. He got himself a sack on the day. So the Jets' pass rush was just all over it. We were able to hold them on that drive. They ended up kicking a 51-yard field goal, making it 10-3. So at this point, I'm like, all right, cool. We up 10-3. Everything's rolling. Everything's looking good. And then right before the half, things kind of started to to go awry, all right, right before the half. We're trying to move the ball down right before the half on a drive. The offensive line is just struggling. Zach is running for his life. He's trying to throw the ball away in awkward angles. He's getting hit. He's moving around. And then Zach drops back and throws an interception right before the half. And I just screamed because that was a drive killer. That was a drive killer because at that point we were in pretty decent range where we could have possibly got a field goal out of that drive. And if we get a field goal at that point, it's then 13-3 to Jets going into the half. Wow, that would have been big. We gave the ball back to the Steelers. Trubisky, who was their quarterback at the time, Trubisky actually on the day was 7-13, 84 yards, and he had an interception. Trubisky comes out. Driving back down, he throws a pick to Whitehead. Throws a pick to Whitehead, and I'm thinking, yes, they made a mistake. We made a mistake, but they made a mistake as well. We're good to go. All right, we're going to take this to the half. Then out of nowhere, they say, uh-uh, there's a flag on the play. Carl Lawson is called for roughing the passer. 15-yard penalty. Steelers get the first down and they're able to continue their drive. Now, again, we've talked about this time and time again with the New York Jets, the penalties extending opponents' drives, killing us. All the things that we talked about, the interception started before the half, the penalty extending drive, it just all seemed to start to bring back the bad vibes, the things that we did not want to have happen, the bad Jets that we've seen, the bad plays, all that stuff. That's what started to come back actually ended up capping that drive off with a field goal. So now it's 10-6. We go into the half. And I'm like, all right, you know, maybe we'll clean things up. We'll come out of the half. We'll come out after the half. We'll clean things up. It'll be all right. Man, we come out in the third quarter, and, boy, the Jets' offense was struggling in the third. We punted early. The Pittsburgh Steelers sat down. Mitch Trubisky, they were not happy about his performance in the first half, sat him down, decided to bring in their young kid, their young quarterback, Kenny Pickett. And right when I saw Pickett step on that field, I said, oh, man. Flashback to watching rookie quarterbacks come in mid-game and torches were just swirling through my head. Baker Mayfield did it, right? We, watched that. we all watched that game of some time ago against the Browns. We sat down. Their starter, Tyrod, Mayfield came in and cooked us. We've, we've had this happen to us before. So I looked up and I said, please, 
please don't let this happen to us again. Please, let's do what we got to do, continue to take care of business. It was ugly before the half, but let's continue to roll. Offense came out, struggled. We actually ended up punting. Pickett drops back. Steelers trying to drive down the field. Pickett drops back. He's looking around. He throws an interception to Whitehead. Now, again, we talked about this upgraded safety play. Hey, we need to communicate better. Safeties need to get involved. Joyner and Whitehead played very well in this football game. Whitehead ended the game with two total tackles and an interception. Safety play made a huge difference here. That interception was big for us because it was like, okay, we can rebound. We got things going. Then Zach comes out. We're trying to drive down the field. He looks across, throws the ball to Conklin. It was high. It was high. Conklin's hands, interception to Minka Fitzpatrick. Now, Minka did return it, and it looked like Minka had returned it for a TD. We challenged the play, and guess what? It was taken away. TD's taken off the board because Mika actually stepped out of bounds on that. The Steelers ended up with that drive, though. They did end up scoring a touchdown because Pickett ran it in. So now it's 10-13, Steelers. So now we're just like, oh, man, things are looking ugly. Offense is not going nowhere. We couldn't get the run game going. It was just nothing was working. The offensive line was in shambles. We're just sitting back. What's going on? Then the Steelers again get another touchdown. Pickett scrambles in for another TD or another one of their drives. Now it's 10 to 20. 10 to 20, man. And it felt like 31 to 3. It felt like all the things we had talked about, everything that we had saw, all the implosions that we had seen this season, it was just going to happen again. And we were going to lose again the same way. That's how it felt. But then Zach Wilson said, no, I have answers. I'm going to fight. Zach Wilson answers on the next drive. And, again, there was penalties throughout that drive as well. We saw Carter with a false start that costed us. McDermott as well costed us as well with a penalty. Now, McDermott was on the field because Max Mitchell, which we now know, had an injury, which is now a dislocated knee. We'll see when he comes back. Uh, They're saying it's not season-ending, but he's going to definitely have some time on the sideline i spent some time on the sideline with that injury. But Zach Wilson was able to drive down the field and find Corey Davis for a five-yard touchdown. Now, keep in mind, Corey Davis made some big boy catches in this game. We've been on top of Corey Davis all season long about the drops, about all kinds of stuff. Against the Steelers, he had five catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown. That man put on. When Zach Wilson needed him to be there, he stepped up and handled business. Now it's 17-20 Steelers, but we've got, we're, in the biz, we're in the building. We've got a chance. We've got a chance. Kick the ball off to the Steelers. They're trying to drive down. The defense comes up big again. Michael Carter with an interception. This is a guy that's shown a lot of promise. Last year he looked very good as well. Before the injury, we were all excited for him to come back. Big part of our secondary. Makes a big play here. Gets us back in business with three minutes and 34 seconds left on the clock. And that's where you want to see what your quarterback is and what he isn't. Everybody talks about Zach Wilson. Everybody. And, again, Zach ended today 18 of 36, 252 yards, touchdown, two picks. Everybody wants to know what he is, what he isn't. 
when everything is going wrong, when the chips are down, can you count on your quarterback to make it happen? And Zach did. Zach led a drive that ended in a touchdown. He was five for five, 57 yards on the drive. Brees Hall capped it in, running it in for a score, 24 to 20. Now, I know a lot of people around the NFL don't want to don't talk about how big this is for Zach, how big this is for the New York Jets. And we'll get to the callers in just a second. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Lines are hot. I'll get to you all in just a second. The reason why this is so big is because when the chips are down, you want to see if your franchise quarterback can, put out, can go out there and put the team on his back. That's exactly what Zach Wilson did in this game. In one of the most ruckus plays, one of the most ruckus places in the entire league to play at, you're going into Steelers territory at their house. Fans are going crazy. Everyone's against you, the entire city. It feels like the entire world's against you when you go play Pittsburgh there. They play hard. They're well coached. They play grown man football there. Your offensive line is struggling. Your offense is in disarray. There's things going on. You can't get the run game going. And Zach said, I'll put it on my back. It's good. I'll make it happen. We saw throws all game long. There was a throw to Elijah Moore right side for a 20-yard gain that was unbelievable. Rocket balls from Zach to his wide receivers. Get in there and snap of a dime. Quickly, snap of your fingers. This man made it happen down the stretch. When it mattered the most, Zach Wilson showed up and made sure that he took the game away. Joyner was able to end the game with an interception as well to close, close the Steelers out. Jets win. It's all about. It wasn't the prettiest win, but guess what? When it was time to get it done, he got it done. Zach Wilson showed us exactly what he was doing. <laughs> Now it's time to get to these callers, man, because I want to hear from the people. I want to hear from you. I want to hear, hear from you about Zach's performance. I want to get your thoughts on the defense as well, the offense too. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Also, wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up, okay? Please subscribe to the stream if you have not subscribed. And also – Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks can be in the know. If you want to give to the stream, all right, the Super Chat's there. If not, the Cash App is at the bottom of the screen, man. I want to hear from the people. Let's get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all calls. First caller I'm going to, Ted, I'm coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, this man, Ted, Oh, he's a savage. <laughs> Salutes to you, Ted. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, man, big victory over the Steelers. We come back, beat them 24 to 20. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson, man, and his return game. How did you feel about his performance? Hey, Joe. Good evening. Uh, couldn't be any better weekend than being 2-2 two and two after looking at the uh, that schedule the beginning of the year. Um, in the beginning, um, of course, he uh, he's coming off an injury. The offensive line is 
been not been playing great. Mm-hmm. But I knew probably halfway into the game, I mean, they made some plays in the first half, but I knew in, going into the third quarter and things when the pressure was increasing um, and he had to make plays, he showed up. He had the poise. He has the confidence. He has the playmaking ability, the arm. Um, I was really impressed, too, with the offensive line, not to jump too far ahead, but the offensive mm-hmm. line in the fourth quarter especially the makeshift uh, that you talked about uh Elijah Bear Tucker and and some yep. of these other players that had to shift positions. Just to do yep. that, uh Zach had a pretty clean pocket. If you look at some of the throws that he made and those clutch the fourth down throw, the third down throw, he's throwing into tight windows. Everything we wanted to see from him, Mike LaFleur opening the playbook up. Uh now that Flacco's yep. kind of, you know, been put in his spot for now which we, you know, I couldn't be any happier. But everything came into play with the turnovers, um, Zach playing better, the the defense, obviously, especially the safety stepping up. I mean, everything came together. We, I knew when we drafted some of these players, Jermaine Johnson, um, Wilson, Brees Hall, I knew we had the, the talent. Uh, along with the free agents to get going. Sorry, Joe, I got a step ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm too excited. Yeah. But my answer to my Zach Wilson thing is I'm very excited. No, yes, yeah, listen, I hear you, and, and I'm right there with you. And again, first, thank you mm-hmm. for calling in, uh, Ted. Listen, I'm right there with yes, you. Sir. I'm hyped as well. But like you talked about too, I wanted to go to the offensive line with you because they they were, you know, especially struggling with the with the uh, with threatening game. But I was shocked when I saw ABC out there at left tackle, again, I'm an SC guy for those of you that do not know. Okay. Is the best school in the world. All right. Now, Elijah Vera Tucker did play a little left tackle in college, right? So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, but when I saw him out there again, you know, at left tackle in the NFL, I'm like, Whoa, what is going on here? They got him out there. Were you shocked that he was put out there? And what were your thoughts about his performance throughout the game? Nothing surprises me when you have to protect a potential franchise quarterback. We had to, we knew going in we had to do what we had to do to see what Zach has. And I explained on the last show that we tried to maybe mimic the Bengals' um, blueprint for the game where uh, Joe, uh, um, Zach would go back and do some short passes and runs. But um, – He's a versatile player. He's an excellent player. He's one of our b- better draft picks. At least he gets on the field, at least. And and he's talented. Um, you can't have ask for a better player. I don't think he complains. Yeah. I, I haven't heard any drama from that guy. He just goes goes and no. does his work. But he's a very talented player. Yeah. But I wasn't yeah, shocked about it. I wasn't shocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I was a little just to see him out there left tackle. I was like, whoa, what is he doing out there left? Right. Right. You know, he, he he performed solidly. You know, he performed solidly. Now, one of the issues that I had was the penalties. And you talked a little bit about the third quarter as we went to the half. We had some penalties mm-hmm. that helped extend their drives. Again, the Jets had seven penalties, 64 yards on the day from those penalties. Are you concerned about that stuff continuing to linger? You know, this was a no. great win. But if we don't, mm-hmm. you know, cause issues and, and kick ourselves, I think that this mm-hmm. is an easier win than, you know, what we got. Well, Lawson, Lawson's hit was a tiny bit late. It wasn't egregious as far as I was concerned. I mean, 
they're playing at full speed. Um, Mosley had a late hit too, maybe a second too late. But mm-hmm. I, I can't fault these play these guys. This defense stepped up. Um, the safeties, Jermaine Johnson, um, you name it, Quinnen. Forget it. I mean, Sauce, you don't even have to mention Sauce. Uh, Carter yeah. with a pick. Uh, I yep. mean, just every every player, not every player, maybe, but most of these players bought in, even when we were down. Everyone came together, and the effort was there. So enough of the Salah, you know, and can coach, and Mike LaFleur can coach. I mean, we have uh-huh. four. We have a young group of players with some veterans. And we got to see what happens now because I'll, I'll throw this out there. If we beat the Dolphins, the Packers are right for the, for the pickoff because they're not that good. They're de- they have a good defense, okay. but they have mediocre wide receivers. So yeah. okay. they're going to struggle. They struggle against the Patriots. They struggled against the Patriots. The Patriots took them to overtime I don't, and with a third-string quarterback. So I don't want to get too far ahead. But let's, let's see what happens with the Dolphins. It's going to be an interesting game, of course, with their weapons, but they're playing a backup quarterback too. So if that yeah, can kind of are. develop and we, we kind of put it together, you know, just keep going forward, maybe win a home game. Steve, Joe, I don't mean to take your show over. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> no, I listen, I, I hear, I hear the, 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 you know, you, you're excited. And I'm excited about it as well. Now that's oh, be yeah. my next question. And my final question for you, you're talking about, you know, this upcoming game against the Dolphins. You know, with Tua mm-hmm. out, Bridgewater starting, do you think our pass rush will be able to get after them? I think you're going to see a yes, and I think have to. They're going to have to, and I think you're going to see a mixture of uh, zone and you know zone coverage because we don't want to get burned deep all the time with those kind of weapons that we have to we would have to cover. Um, I think I wouldn't put Sauce on an island. Maybe occasionally he could be, but I. I wouldn't put him on an island for that long against that kind of player, Tyreek Hill. I don't think anyone can cover that guy. So I think the fast rush has to step up. Maybe we'll blitz blitz him a little. Um, a little more of, of Huff and Jermaine Johnson maybe. And then maybe yeah. we, maybe we mix it up with some, you know, rushing three and dropping drop an eight. And just see what, you know, a little mm-hmm. more zone and just let them get the short passes. And and get you know don't get burned by the big play because they lit up Baltimore for forty something, you know yeah. keep it, you know and just maybe just kind of eat the clock a little a little more running game. Brees Hall was excellent last game, um, catching and running, and he's just he's just getting his feet wet. I think I think that's the guy that potentially could be just elevate the team if he's the bell cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked really good. So before I let you go, Ted, because you you brought mm-hmm. the heat, man, give me your final score prediction for this Jets oh, upcoming God. game against the Dolphins, man. How do you think? Oh. It, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this thing ends up? Well, I just explained it. We need to just mix up the coverages, play maybe rush three at times, maybe rush six at times, um, fluster Bridgewater, keep the don't get burned by the deep ball. Maybe it would probably be, I said, 2017 last game. It may be around the same score. That's the kind of game we, we could win. It was funny, mm-hmm. Joe. One more thing real quick. Um, there was a guy in the chat. I forgot his name, but I went back and, and watched your show um, real quick. 
from the last show, mm-hmm. and he wrote 24-20 Jets, Zach, two touchdowns. And mm. I went, oh, my God. You want to talk about <laughs> a clairvoyant? I'm like, what the heck? So, yeah. 2017 and Zach Wilson yeah. going to – oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. All right. Hold on. Okay. All right, go ahead. And, and Joe, real quick, sorry, Joe. Um, yeah. The thing that Zach Wilson said in the huddle before the last drive, I won't say it on your show, but mm-hmm. that's a leader right there. He's putting everything, yeah. you know, he used yeah. some colorful language too, which is great. Yeah, he did. He he told him basically, hey, let's go score this touchdown, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a family We'll not curse on your show, go. Joe. Well, not cursing yeah, you, show. Respect you too much. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, you Joe. have a good one, Ted. I got to slide off. I got some calls. You have a great day. You man. too, Joe. Thanks for letting me hang All on. Right. Have a good one, Joe. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Lines are hot. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers again. When you get on the lines, please be patient, okay? Please be patient. Lines are hot. We'll get to everybody. I promise. And salutes to all the savages in the chat letting me know what's going on out here. You know what I'm saying? I respect y'all. We're going to keep getting to the lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number call in. Next, I'm going to 845. 845, you're looking like a caller. Give me your name. Whoa, 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 whoa. You need to clean up your line, my friend. We'll come back to you in a minute. Make sure your lines are good to go. I don't need all the background noise sounding all crazy. You know what I'm saying? With the Sesame Street phone. Jeez Louise. Next, we're going to my guy, Jason. Jason, I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Jason. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Jason, it is time to talk, man. It is time to talk. A lot of discussions going on. For those of you that don't know my guy, Jason, who's the fan? Straight Savage, man. Salutes to you, Jason. Give me your thoughts about this upcoming game or about this game against the Steelers, man. 24 to 20. How'd you feel about this victory? How'd you feel about Zach Wilson's return? And um, the first half was good, man. Um, for the most part, we were just beating them. We were up 10 to, th- we were up 10 to 0, then 10 to 3. And um, going to the half, we made mistakes that shot us a couple times. And then going to the second half, um, we were starting to lose. We were, we were down ten, um, down ten. But man, Wilson and the Jets were able to mount this comeback, and it's just amazing how how far different we see from Flacco to Wilson. Man, Wilson is just lights out, man. You could see the difference, man. I'm excited for him, man. Hopefully, we can see more success from this, man. I'm just excited. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Now, what were your thoughts about some of the play calls that we saw from LaFleur? Because that trick play from LaFleur, particularly in the first drive, was shocking to me. Did it shock you as well? Um, no, I know there was going to be probably some trick play. Is that specific trick play? Um, I wasn't thought that he was going to put that out because he's usually been using that a lot recently. I mean, this last year he used that a lot, so... I, w- I wasn't expecting seeing that too soon, but you know there was a couple of um, Wilson um, the call t- that called through it to Wilson. Wilson 
fumbled it, but was able to get it, throw it out of bounds um, mm-hmm. and get it fixed, man. Um, you know, that stuff's going to happen at some times, but you know what? Wilson was able to recover and fix it. So, you know, I, I'm I'm up for this cover too. You know, sometimes it's going to be great. Sometimes you're going to have some bad play calls. It happens. You know, just learn mm-hmm. to adjust. Yeah, yeah. So how are you feeling about watching this offensive line as well? They struggled at times, but ATV at left tackle, how did you feel about their performance and watching AVT go out there again and play left tackle in this game, which we haven't seen in the NFL yet? Didn't even notice um, in the game that AVT was um, was on the left tackle. I had to go back and watch it, man. But, dude, that guy's from now on, man. He's able to put – wherever you put him, man, he's able to play and block, dude. He's a great – He's going to be a great player in his wrestling career, man. I'm happy the Jets picked, um, drafted him, man. I'm excited, man. Hopefully we can mm. fix this offensive line. Um, I'll, I, Brown should be back within either this week or next week. So hopefully he comes back, brings the right tackle, and then we can move um, AVT back. But um, I, I feel confident with Wilson's ability to get out of the pocket that so we should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I just hopefully we can get him protected again. Max Mitchell with that dislocated knee. We'll see what happens going forward. Again, Connor McDermott probably is going to be the guy that's going to fill out there at a uh, at right tackle again. But there's other guys too that we have. Uh, we signed those, uh, you know, Rimmers and Abushi. We so we got some guys there now. When you look at the Jets defense, man, pass rush showed up well. Safety play was good, but one of the things was soft. Sauce was phenomenal in this football game. How do you feel about that young guy showing up and really handling business on his end to shut a lot of those guys down on the Steelers? I'm excited, man. Um, he was one of the reasons um, why um, Makaka was able to get that pick. Um, the Lions mm-hmm. went to a win, dude. This guy is from, I don't know, he does get peed from time to time, but you know what? He's a rookie. He's looking, he, I'm excited to see our CBs go against their, against these um, Dolphins wide receivers. I think it's going to be great. They're great receivers, so to see our talent against their talent, that's going to be a fun matchup to see. So I'm excited for this, for for Sauce and all of them, man. They've been playing a great game. They got four picks um, against the Steelers, dude. That's quite amazing, in my opinion. But um, I mm-hmm. just can't wait. You know, maybe we can get more doing this backup against Terry Bridgewater. So when you, we're, now we're talking about this uh, this upcoming game against the, uh, you know, the, the Dolphins. Man, give me your thoughts about Sulla getting this team head-on correctly. Do you think he'll be able to have this Jets team ready to go coming off of this big win against the Dolphins? I hope so, man. Again, like I said, dude, we shot ourselves in the foot. Um, with Lawson putting that foul, um, that gave them the three, three points. If we if they don't get that, um, they'll be the, the game was going to be tied, and we will be we wouldn't be down by three. But you know we just gotta locked up. We just gotta um, get us better. When we gotta be disciplined, you know. And um, shout out to my man, um, um, Ace Davis, the wide receiver man. He's coming out and actually clutching a couple of these throws, man. Um, these, to make some great uh. catches, man. <laughs> Then he he actually he's actually showing what he's worth now, what we saw potential in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you listen, those guys are going out there and making plays for him. My final question for you before I let you go, Jason, give me your final score prediction, man. How do you who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up, man? 
Um, these two uh, have some great defense, man. CBs do it. I think it's going to be a low score game. I think it's going to be a lot lower than um, the Steelers uh, and the Jets. I think it's going to be, uh, let's see, 12 to 17 Jets. Oh, 12 to 17 Jets. That's what I'm talking about, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, Jason, I want to thank you for calling in, man. You have yourself a good one, all right? You too, guys. Let's go Jets. Yeah. Listen, we're talking that talk. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Doing their thing. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. Next, I'm going to 914. 914, I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, we're talking Jets, man. Zach Wilson's return game coming off. This is his first game coming back after the, the knee surgery. How did you feel about his performance? Well, you know, I, I it was probably what I expected. Honestly, this is what I expected with the game from the beginning. I think was unlike a lot of people who I know a lot of people were all doom and gloom going into this game, I wasn't so good. The thing with the Steelers is when when there's a team that they don't respect, they never pro- they they underestimate them. And let's be honest, they were never going to respect the Jets. I mean. You listen to Mika Fitzpatrick in the post game. He's like, mm, mm, you know, it's really frustrating losing to a team you know you're better than. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he did have, you know, quite a, you know, couple words to say about it. You know, he's just salty. You know, people lose and they, I know, but and I they think feel bad. Well, well, but, yeah, that, I mean, that, people lose and they feel bad. But, hey, at the end of the day, it's like, look. We got the W. You know what I'm saying? We got the W. You can feel how you feel. I get it. I understand the anger. But, you know, to say, hey, we're better than that football team, it's tough to, you know, it kind of makes you look a little bit crazy. You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to take a quote from a former New York Jet and Super Bowl champion, Jerry Fieldman from the Super Bowl Three documentary. I'll censor it for you because if you were as good as what you said you were, you should have went out there and beat the out of us. But you didn't do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about this defense as well. What were your thoughts about our pass rush, man? Because they were getting after it early. Were you surprised that our pass rush finally showed up in this football game? No, because, one, as I said, the Steelers are not really a good team right now. Two, they finally brought Bryce Huff into the rotation. And if you actually mm-hmm. look at it, the pressure rate went up when he was when he was on the field. And so hopefully yep. we see that, you know, they're going to note that down and give him some more snaps to play. Yeah, yeah, and he should be. That's that's a big thing as well. I was going to bring up during this show too. Was this guy's been inactive for quite a quite a bit of couple games here, and we've always been questioning, hey, why is Bryce Huff inactive? This guy was supposed to be a part of the pass rush. He was a part of the package again when we got you know Jacob Martin and we brought in all these other guys. It was like, hey. Bryce Huff is going to be a part of that as well, especially after he made the cuts, and then they had him inactive. Now he steps in this game, and we're seeing that, especially within that rotation. He can bring it too. And that's what it's all about in this league is bringing pass rush, getting after quarterbacks here. If you cannot do that in this league, you're going to have issues. So like you said as well, him stepping in and being able to help, you know, provide that pressure was huge for us in this game. Another thing that was big as well was the play of Sauce Garner. What were your thoughts about him, man? 
Oh no, he is phenomenal. I mean, you know, what I mean, of course, you know, it would be really hard for him to push for defensive rookie of the year with Aiden Hutchinson because it's just gonna always like a defensive uh, pass rusher is gonna probably beat out a corner barring injury or assault, like you know, getting like three plus maybe six interceptions, three to six interceptions. But speaking of interceptions. You know, if it wasn't for that roughing the penalty, roughing the passer call, we would have tied last year's mark with interceptions. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that was that was huge, and that's why we talk about as well the penalties, us shooting ourselves in the foot. But like you said, you know, Whitehead probably would have had two picks. Joiner would have had two. That was four just with the safeties, and just the 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 upgraded play from our safeties, them stepping up, and again, the miscommunications not being issues this week was huge. You saw our defense continue to really put things together and turn it around. So that was big for us. Oh, yeah, well, no, now, I, I think this – I want to say one thing, though. I know, like, Heinz, because at the time you're probably not thinking of this, there is one mm-hmm. penalty in this game that was against us that actually was more help for us than it was harm. I want to say, do you know which one mm-hmm. it is? Go ahead. Give us your take. Go ahead. You don't know which one it is, do you? Go ahead. Give us your take. All right, go ahead. The one – on the final drive, you had that penalty that pushed the ball back to first and 20. That was more mm-hmm. helpful than it was harmful. Okay. So why let why me, do you think that? Because the field, isn't, the field isn't as short now, so he can go out there and work within what he had. Why would you say that getting pushed back to the 20 is good? First and 20 is simple. Because in that, in that drive, yes, you're trying to score, but at the same time you're trying to run down the clock. By moving us back, it means – we have more distance to cover. More distance to cover means more time to more of time. You have more. It means you're going to burn more clock to cover that distance. Well, you can do that without having a bunch of distance, though. You can burn a clock in multiple ways. Yeah, but true. Really like, but it's not. You don't. You don't have it's to. A, it's, you know, it's a point, but like penalties, I said, it did getting hurt. penalties and getting pushed back in a game is not like good. But it, it did work out for us. We ended up. Taking the game away anyway, but you know that getting penalties, getting pushed back, and you know giving yourself more yards that you have to work out is not necessarily a great idea. But I, you know, I, I hear your take there and I respect it. So my final yeah, no, question uh, before I let you go, my friend, this game was, is give me your was thoughts. Give me your thoughts about this upcoming game against the Dolphins here, because listen, we got a lot of things moving and shaking. Do you think that the New York Jets will be able to go in there against Teddy Bridgewater again because Tua, you know, is going to be out because he's dealing with you know, the issues with the concussion. Do you think that we'll be able to go in there against Bridgewater and kind of slow him down? Uh, yeah, I think so. Look, look it's all, at the end of the day, there's a reason that mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater is a backup quarterback. And I mm-hmm. think he's a bad quarterback, but, you know, look, it's going to be a bit of a challenge. It's going to be a challenge, but, look, you're going to have MetLife. It's going to be fired up, and it – it's going to be cold, and it's probably, let me see, what's the temp? I can give you the temperature right now. It's probably going to be cold. Yeah, like, yeah we'll see. Well, I mean, we'll see, you know. Yeah, what, like what, here, I can <laughs> tell you, here, I'll tell you what the temperature is going to be. Uh, Sunday, it's good. It's going to be in the colder side. I'll be on the cooler side of things. Okay, it's not going to be bad, but 62, probably for a team that's generally used to playing in 70-degree temperature, look on the cooler side of things for them, and well, that can easily change. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what happens. I'll give you your final score prediction, my friend. Um, let's see. I'm probably gonna go. I think this one's gonna be a little different. I think this one's good. I don't think it's gonna be a close. I don't think it's gonna be one of those local. I think this one will be a shootout. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's both teams. Both teams are very have a boatload of talent on offense. They're both explosive. I think both of these are going to come out and uh, it's going to turn to a shoot. So I'm going to say 37-30 New York over Miami. Wow. 37-30. Whoa, 37-30. Wow. <laughs> We're going to keep into these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve, man. We're going directly to Steve, bro. Listen, Steve knows what he's talking about when it comes to these Jets. Salutes to you, Steve. We've had some some takes. <laughs> We've had people say that, you know, getting pushed back and penalties is good and all this other stuff. Give me your thoughts about this game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. How did you feel about Zach in his return game, man? How did you, what were your thoughts about his performance? Hey, Joe. Well, first off, once again, thank you for having me on your show, man. I always love talking to you. You know, you know something, Joe? I got to just tell you something right now. Going into this game, I was a little bit nervous about going into this game. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I'm going back and forth in my place with, with cooking food and looking at the TV because my little brother and I had friends over. Remember I told you last uh, mm-hmm. last show, Friday, my little brother and a bunch of his friends, we, we all watched the game together because my, my brother's a Steelers fan and one of his friends was a Jets fan as well. So we all watched the game together. thing about Zach Wilson was, was when he said a couple of things. Well, before he said, you know what, when he, cause he, because he became the first ever Jets quarterback to ever catch a touchdown. And, and the other thing was, was when he said on the drive, he says, no, we're going to win this game. And Brees Hall says that Zach's got you-know-what, you-know-what. And, and let, me, let me just tell you something. Zach, I know at times, did look rusty in the, in the, in the, in the first like, few quarters. That fourth quarter that he played was absolutely phenomenal. 10 of 12, 128 yards. He threw a touchdown. Uh, Brees Hall then ran in the touchdown. But I'm going to tell you something right now what helped us win that game. You know, listen, I got to be honest, Joe. When Kenny Pickett came into the game, when he came into the game uh, after when we went three and out, and Pittsburgh ended up muffing the punt, and honestly, we should have recovered that that fumble. That That's something the Jets uh-huh. do need to work on. But when Kenny Pickett came into the game, I got to be very honest, I was really nervous, Gabe, because it reminded me of the Baker Mayfield situation back in 2018. I'm like, oh, no, this cannot happen again. And luckily it didn't, and we were able to get the win, and I was so happy. So, Joe? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I'll tell you what. This was, like you said as well, and I, and I talked about that earlier, that I was like, uh, I was a little worried, okay, because we've seen us get cooked before by rookie quarterbacks coming in after we've knocked out their starter. We've seen that before. But watching the New York Jets, you know, be able to deal with some things. Again, there was big issues, especially going into the half with, you know, the penalty. We gave them a field goal and, you know, all these issues, especially coming out after the half with our offense. But Zach Wilson and this offense found a way. Zach Wilson primarily found yep. a way, all right, because our running game wasn't clicking like we all thought it could be or should be. 
Things were not going well. Dak put the team on his back, and when it mattered the most down the stretch, when that game went in drive to take it away, he was 5 for 5, 50, I think it was 57 yards, and we got points at the end of that drive. He did what it took to win, and that's all that's important there because that matters hey, the most when you talk about a young quarterback, you know, figuring out what a young quarterback's going to be, man. Can, you, can this guy get it done when all the chips are down? All the greats, everybody that we talk about in this league, you know, all these young QBs, all these guys that are ascending, those are the things that we see them do consistently. Josh Allen's done it. We've seen Kyler Murray do it. We've seen all these guys do that. So if we're hoping to see Zach, again, continue to ascend to be like those guys are, then he really put something together. Go ahead, Steve. Joe, let me ask you this quick question. What was your favorite moment of the game? My favorite moment of the game was that <laughs> touchdown that was ran in by Brees to put us up. That was that was my favorite moment of the game, man. No, I, let me tell you something. Joe, I got to tell you something right now. I don't know how these referees honestly ref like these games today. I don't know how they did not see it was a touchdown. I understand there was a bunch of pileup on players, but my yeah. biggest worry was at first that Brees Hall fumbled the ball. But then when I mm-hmm. saw the replay, I was saying to myself, oh, my God, that is a touchdown. That is a touchdown. And then what happened was they, they let the play go under review, and then the refs realized, oh, we made a mistake. It is a touchdown. But yeah. I thought it's, it's another wild. one of the best moments of the game, Joe, it, besides that, was way before Brees Hall's touchdown. The, per, the mm-hmm. coverage that Sauce Gardner had on Pat Fryer move when Pickett should have never, ever thrown that ball that he did. But apparently, uh, according to what happened after when the game was over that day, apparently I found this out from the Steelers website. They said that they had to go, what was the play called? And, and let me tell you something. We also won that game because their offensive coordinator coached a bad game. Uh, what was his name? Matt Canada, who's a terrible offensive I, coordinator for the hold Steelers. On he, hold he, on a second. Hold on a second. I don't think – I don't think – listen, people can say whatever they want to say. I will take it. At the end of the day – this Jets defense stepped up, and we played well. I don't think it was – you could say it was Coach Baggett, whatever. Our pass rush put pressure on Trubisky, particularly in the first, and we handled business. That's what I think really got us the W. I understand people want to talk about, you know, coaching on their end and all that stuff, but, look, we handled business, and we got after those guys. So my next question for you, Steve, man, now I want to talk to you about this upcoming game against the Dolphins. Give me your thoughts, man. We're going up against Tyreek, Jalen Waddle. How do you think our secondary will fare against those guys? Well, first thing is first, you know, before we say anything about this, I've said this before the last couple of times. You know, as much as we hate the Dolphins and as much as they are one of our biggest divisional rivals, first off, mm-hmm. I just want to send out prayers for Tua, you know, because, listen, yeah. I felt really bad for him of what he went through. And, you know, and, and let me tell you something. The Dolphins have, have had a roller coaster up and down, like, off season and going into this season because they've been a team that's been spoken a lot about throughout this league this year, you know, with the whole thing with the Tyree Kill thing and then with their owner getting suspended. But let me tell you something. I just want to send out my thoughts and prayers for Tua. That's the first thing I want to do, send my thoughts and prayers out for him of what he went through. But now let's get into this game. So, obviously – We're facing Miami's backup quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. This is going to be a real test on Sunday for DJ Reed and especially for Sauce Gardner because they both have been really good the first four games of the season for us. But 
Now, now they're going up against two speedy receivers in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and that's going to be the one of the key things that they got to do is they got to maintain with both of them because those two guys get open, forget about it. They they have a chance. I mean, apparently they have a nickname of their team this year. The Dolphins are called the Legion of Zoom. When when I mm. mean by the Legion of Zoom is meaning that they have a fast offense. Oh, hey, look, listen, those two guys are deadly, and we've got to make sure that we get them covered. And, again, you know, they have other weapons as well, Gasecki, all those guys over there. So give me a final score prediction, uh, Steve. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Yeah, no, before I give my final score prediction for this game, let me tell you something. This is a this is a home game for any Jet fans that are going to go to this game. This is a game that Jet fans will be excited about. They're going to get loud. They got to try to get after the Dolphins. You know, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. I think this game is going to be very, 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 very close, and I think it's going to come down to like you know like one big play. You know. At first, you know, before the season schedule came out with how the teams did look, I was going to give this game to the Dolphins. Now, obviously, with them having a backup quarterback, I mean, I'm not saying Teddy Bridgewater is terrible. Um, I'm going to give the Jets, I'm going to go with a 24-17 win. 24-17 Jets? Yes. All right. Listen, I got some people on the line, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right, my friend? Hey, good night, Joe. Bye-bye. All right, Steve calling in. He took the Jets as well. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We got callers. Please be patient. We're going to get to everybody. Next, I'm going to my guy, Newark. Newark, we're coming directly to you. Salute. Listen, my friend. <laughs> We see the Jets beat the Steelers 24-20. to Zach came up big down the stretch. Give me your thoughts about him and his performance in this game, man. Hey, brother. It's good to be back, man. What I told you, not call it. I was close on the stats, you did. man. You did. You close. called it. You called it. I was very close. Um, this game is, a, is, a, is, a, is another trap game, I believe, for us. You know, this is, this is the type of game where we get – that nasty taste out of our mouth with the same old Jets mantra. Years and years and years, as you know, my man, we'll win a big game and lay an egg the next game. We're home. Yep. The the Dolphins are just as wounded as we are. Now, history shows that we are 0-2 against Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I'm not afraid of Tyreek Hill. I'm not afraid of Jalen Waddle. Um, Teddy Bridgewater cannot push the ball down the field. But the yak yardage, man, will concern me, but Mike, we got to stop the tight end, period. Mike Gisecki yeah. has been – he's Gronkowski, but you might as well say he's baby Gronk because the guy has been killing us for years. But this is the thing. This is where I challenge Robert Sala and the coaching staff because why? We run the same offense and defense as the Miami Dolphins. So I feel like for as familiar familiarity, Zach Wilson sees this defense on an everyday basis. This defense sees this offense on an everyday on an everyday basis. 
we're just as talented as the Miami Dolphins, but I feel like we're just a little bit better. We're getting green. Um, my thing is defensive line got to get home. Uh, yeah. The cornerbacks need help over the top. Um, I feel like we need to prepare ourselves for any gadget plays that the Miami Dolphins do. Um, I'm predicting a 20-17 to 17 game. Greg, the leg is okay. going to come through. Um, okay. I and predict, you're taking a jet. I predict – I'm taking a guess, of course. We 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 do for okay. a home game. The Saints. All right, go ahead. Deserve a home game. The fans deserve it. You know, I want all the smoke. I want all the smoke, and we want to have a Miami Dolphins pack, as they say in in Chicago. We want to have a Dolphins pack. Hold on, because that right. that was right there. Hold on. <laughs> Come on now. Come and on, no, no, you, you know, you know the cheetah. You know the cheetah. My bad. Sorry to cut you off, brother. The cheetah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hill need to watch his mouth. He need to watch his mouth. He could have signed with us, but he's talking about some mm. Jets who and all this other crap. And then you want to backtrack your story. You didn't want to backtrack your story. All the taxes is too high. Nah, keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. Mm. That's cool. So we're going to say Tyreek cool because the cheetah is going to be covered in sauce. I predict Sauce mm. Gardner will get his, his, his first interception of the season at home this Sunday. Go Jets. Listen, thank Go you Jets. for calling in. Thank you for calling in. Listen, he called in with some fire, man. Woo! He said a Dolphins pack. I, I didn't say it. Newark did, you know? <laughs> Listen, Jets fans fired up for this matchup after this big win. We'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We'll keep taking all callers. Salutes to everyone, especially my savages in the chat. Jennifer salutes to you as well. She says, unleashing the breach. She says she wants to see Brees get unleashed against the Dolphins. All right, let's get it. She also says we need to respect their receivers. Yeah, we do. All right, Tyreek, Waddle, we need to worry about those guys. Those guys can do business around here. Again, salute to everybody in the chat, keeping your boy informed as well as things are going on. Things are moving and shaking. Salutes to all of you with your takes. We'll get back to these lines again, 515 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Next, we're going – to, it looks like a Skype caller. I think this is my guy, Val. Val, is this you, my friend? Joe, I'm back. Let's go. So, hold on, Let's hold go. on. For those of you that do not know, my guy, Val, he's a savage. <laughs> Salute to you, my That's friend. Listen, listen. Give me your thoughts on this game. We'll come you got to talk, second, man. Give, give me your thoughts about this game, man. Zach Wilson coming back with, you man. know, off the end performs. How did you yeah. feel about what you saw out there from him? Man, listen, it, it was it was rocky. It was it was a little rust that you've seen, you know, but he, he held on to it. You know what I'm saying? This is what we want to see. We want to see some growth and development from these young rookies especially Zach Wilson and stuff like that. He definitely did a good job in that game. 
maintaining. He did have a couple of mistakes and stuff like that, but he definitely got back to it and, you know, he held high, even with that offensive line. And shout out yeah. to AMV. He has to get a little bit more um, respect. He's playing the left tackle right now. He went to three different positions. He, Bro, he talk about it. Did his thing, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. And I, like I said, I was watching the game, and I'm sitting back, and I'm like, wait a minute, is that AVT a left tackle? <laughs> and I was a little like, oh what my is going on here? You know what I'm saying? I He's haven't playing seen him all there over since, the place. Uh, yeah, all over the place. Like I told people, left guard, right guard, left tackle. Listen, you know, he can do all things. Now, we're going forward, man, and Max Mitchell, dislocated knee. What do you think the Jets should do there to kind of solve this issue at right tackle? Are you all right with McDermott going over there? Do you want to move on to one of the guys we signed off the practice squad? How do you think we should handle that, man? I mean, I feel like we should probably I, – I, I, don't, I don't know because they was busting through the right side a lot. I can't even lie. Zach Wilson was running for his life. And I'm glad that Zach Wilson came back in this game because if we would have had Joe Flacco, that would have been bad. I can't even lie because yeah. it was really coming after the quarterback. But to answer your question, I feel like whatever's best, I, I feel like, you know, he, he had a shaky game as well too. If he's coming mm-hmm. off the knee injury and he's feeling better, I think we should put him out there because, listen, we're, we're coming from one game that had a good defensive line to another game that has another defensive line. But we would definitely talk about that when we talk about the yeah. Dolphins. But, yeah, man, it's going to yeah. be tough. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about that as well. Uh, like you said, especially going forward because the Dolphins do have a pass rush. Now, before we talk yes, about we that do. game – what are, your, what are your thoughts about our pass rush showing up in this football game against the Steelers? Were you shocked to see Lawson and, and Jermaine Johnson and Quentin Williams? And we even saw Huff out there handling business. It just really came alive. How did you feel about that early, man? It feels like a breath, breath of fresh air. We've been waiting for this for like <laughs> three, four, five Six years. I don't know, man. It's been yeah. a long time since Muhammad Wilkinson and Sheldon Richardson around that time. That's the last time we mm-hmm. had, like, a real pass rush that was solid. And we finally seen it. We just need to get to the quarterback more consistent. We did a good job. I just I need to see it a little bit more. But I'm loving to see how that the team is um, working, especially on the D-line. And Quentin Williams is really getting some help. Now he can actually focus on getting to the um to the quarterback without getting double teamed. So now he can actually show up. So it's good, man. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it is. What are your what are your thoughts about Sauce, man? That guy's a monster. And this is Ooh. a young rookie that's really showing up and showing out. How do you feel about the way he played against Steelers? Man, 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 man. Listen, so it's two back-to-back games, man. He He's really doing his thing. Listen, he's living up to his draft stop. I can't even lie, man. Like, they said, yeah. listen, this man is a shutdown cornerback, and he definitely did it against Jamal Chase. He was he was getting him aggravated, and he definitely did it against um, the Steelers wide receivers in the last game. So I'm loving what I'm seeing from Sauce. You can see he has that element, plus he's tall too. So we could definitely use him to for a number one cornerback or an, uh, against a number one wide receiver. I feel very comfortable having Sauce on a cornerback position against the number one wide receiver on their team. He's looking really good. And he looked like he has a yeah. lot of techniques as well, too. So, yeah. Yep, yep. So now I'm going to talk to you about this Dolphins game, Val, because you've given us some takes. What are your thoughts about us matching up with Mike Gusecki, man? How concerned are you 
about this tight end facing him again. He cooks us damn near every year, man. He cooks us almost every year. Do you think we'll be able to to stop him or slow him down this season? I mean, (laughs) can we do anything with him? Oh, man. I mean, listen, man, I feel like now that we have a D-line, that the linebackers don't have to really – Force their stuff to to um to run blitzes and stuff. I feel like we can have a little bit more coverage. Our coverage is not too strong. We still have some work to do with that. I feel like he's still going to be a problem, but I feel like probably we're gonna we're gonna be able to stop him in probably like the third quarter, fourth quarter when it comes down to it. Because it seems like we the comeback kids this year, so I, I'm loving it, man. Mm. Like you know, but I definitely want to see more coverage and. You know, and I, I definitely believe in our one-on-one, our man-to-man defense as well, too. So I definitely am feel comfortable, comfortable with that. Okay. Listen, before I let you go, and again, they got they got another tight end over there as well. I think his name is Durham Smythe. That, that guy can, can move as well. So we'll see what happens with the tight end situation. Now, D, what are your thoughts about us matching up with Waddle and, and, uh, and Hill, man? How do you think it is? Do you think it's going to be help over the top, or do you think that Sauce and Reed will be able to handle those guys? What do you think happens, man? Um, you know what I'm loving about this? We're going to see what type of cornerbacks we really have against this wide receiver core, man. Like, if they mm-hmm. really do good, especially with the, the safety, because we did have some miscommunication, especially in the first game and a little bit of the second game as well, too. But now mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're, get, we're coming into that zone. The chemistry starting to flow. I feel like we're going to be able to stop him. Plus, we got to get Tariq Hill, man. I mean, Tariq Hill, man. We have to, you know, have a little chip on our shoulder because, you know, he did pass us up to go to Miami Dolphins, you know, so we got to get him back, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely <laughs> going to be that revenge game. And, you know, hey, man, I, I'm just happy about this team so far. Like, it's a breath of fresh air because, man, we went through that Adam Gates. I, I was questioning myself, Joe. I was really questioning myself, am I really a Jets fan, man, with this Adam Gates team, man? Like, I'm just happy, you know what I'm saying, that we actually going into the right direction. And we have some young talent. Those Shout-out to Jamal Adams as well, too, getting us those two picks. Shout-out to Joe Douglas, too, for getting those um, finessing the Seahawks and stuff. And shout-out to Gino, he's doing a little good, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, man, I'm loving it. And and Garrett Wilson, I need to see Garrett Wilson as well, too. I'm sorry to bring this up, too. But Garrett Wilson, I need that Bears, I mean, the Browns, when when he's playing against the Browns, I need that type of energy. We need that in this game Mm -hmm. as well, too. I need need it to flow. And shout-out to um, uh, um, Elijah Moore. Yeah, Elijah. Elijah Moore, yeah. He definitely Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elijah Moore. Yeah, he definitely did good that last game as well, too. We needed to see more of him as well, too. Corey Davis definitely did his thing, and I'm loving it, man. Mm-hmm. Loving the game. Yeah, yeah. Big stuff. Listen, before I let you go, uh, Val, give me your final your game prediction, man, your final game prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? I got the Jets winning, and I got the Jets winning this game, and I got us probably winning 17 to 24. 17 to 24. Listen, salute, Val. I want to thank you for calling in, man. It was good to hear from you. Hey, man. It's good to hear from you, too, man. Are you going to be live streaming? Uh, I'll let y'all know, but I'm looking like right now I'm going to do the live watch along with y'all. That's what it's looking like right now. But I'll let y'all know for sure. That's going to be in that chat, man. 
Absolutely. Definitely going to be in that salute. chat, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. And everybody hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. That boy Joe, man. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you so much. You have a good yes, one, sir. man. You too, man. Listen, Val coming in with some takes, man. Again, you know, for those of you that may not know, we do live watch-alongs as well here on on the, on the YouTube side of things. And then we have a live radio show directly after. That's where y'all get the post-game stuff from me. And, man, we have a lot of fun, a lot of fun. You know what I'm saying? So come on over and join if you haven't. If you haven't, all right, come on over to YouTube. Uh, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that notification bell. Let's go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? We do these live watch along when my schedule permits. But you know what? We've got to shout out my guy, Pappy1994, with the big, 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 big donation. <laughs> I said, Pappy 1994 with a big, 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 big donation. He says, we need this win. We need this win. There's a lot of people saying, listen, Jets fans are excited. We're coming off of a big win against the Steelers, another comeback, saying, hey, we need this win. Salutes again to Pappy for giving to the, for giving to the platform with a big, 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 big donation. <laughs> Greatly appreciate it, you know. So we're going to keep on rolling again. 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jeremy, man. I'm going to Jeremy. Venom will come to you next. Salutes to you, Jeremy. For those of you that do not know, all right, this guy, Jeremy, he's a savage, man. He's a savage. Savage, man. Salute to you, Jeremy. I want to thank you for calling in. It's good to hear from you. Look, we're, we're coming yep. out this win against the Steelers, man. Give me your thoughts on what you saw from this Jets football team. Were you surprised by the moxie and grit that Zach Wilson showed? And he showed up when it mattered the most, man, and got it done on the final drive. No, it's a surprise because you never know when it's going to happen. I always believe in Zach Wilson. But you never know the moment, moment it's going to happen. When is it going to be the breakout party? When is it going to be that magic moment for a quarterback? And I feel like mm-hmm. we may have experienced and viewed and seen that magic moment. Um, so you can never really know what's coming. I mean, we were really down. We were in the dumps at that point um, when we fell behind by 10, 20 unanswered points. I mean, it didn't feel good. But then, boom, the explosion. And it's what I've been waiting for since the day we drafted him. So I'm super, super stoked. Yeah, yeah. I was as well, like you said as well. Was There were some issues, especially going into the half. After that interception, we saw penalties as well. And these penalty issues we see are continuing to kind of be an issue. We kind of shoot ourselves in the foot. What are your thoughts about that, man? Because sometimes we get really sloppy. We excessive penalties that help extend opponents drive. Do you think that that's something that's going to continue throughout the rest of this season? Well, I hope not. There, you know, there, there definitely needs, you know, nothing that happened in that fourth quarter changes the fact that the one thing, I mean, one of the things that we really need to see change in this organization right now with our coaching staff to the players is accountability. And Mm -hmm. when you have a third week in a row, when you take a roughing penalty, um, that is senseless and makes no sense and there's no benefit to the team, you've got to start to question how are you going to hold the players accountable? How are you going to make sure yeah. that they understand that we, we are not good enough to do that? Because moving ahead, 
playing teams like Miami and then Green Bay, Denver, with our schedule and with what we want to accomplish and where we want to go as a team, great teams do not commit those kind of penalties, senseless penalties like that. And when they do, it costs them big time. So this is something that has to happen in our organization for us to be able to move forward eventually and really to get where we want to be. So they're going to have to figure it out because some of those penalties just they're just not acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, you're completely right. And I and I, I tell, you know, I talked to Jets fan. I, I mean, we had a caller earlier talking about how, you know, the penalties really helped us and stuff like that. It's like, come on, dude. <laughs> like, you know, I respect everybody's take, but, like, no, penalties, there's all types of ways that you can get things done uh, on the field. Penalties will cost you, even if they push us back and we still end up with a score. It doesn't matter. You don't want to see excessive penalties. And you talked about as well, these big boy teams that we're going to come up against, we're talking about ascending in this league, getting better. You don't see, you know, teams like the Packers and the Chiefs and all these other teams, the Bills, with excessive penalties. They just don't do that. They don't want to give up free yardage. They understand that when you're playing these upper echelon teams, you extend their drives. You extend a drive against Patrick Mahomes, he'll make you pay. The same with, the, with Josh Allen. The same with Aaron Rodgers. The same with, you know, any, any of these other good quarterbacks in this league. Hell, the Patriots aren't necessarily the best team. They're not going out there and getting a bunch of penalties either. We've got to clean that stuff up because, like you said, when we play, you know, teams that are in that upper echelons, we're going to absolutely, you know, have to pay for some of the things that, that we're doing, in, and they will punch it into the end zone, and then we'll be behind, be behind by more. Now, when we talk about, you know, some of the things that we saw in, in this game, the offensive line struggled at times, but we saw AVT out there at left tackle as well, Give me your thoughts and your assessment of this offensive line, especially, again, going forward without Max Mitchell. We don't know when he's going to come back with the because dis- he's got that dislocated knee. What are your thoughts about the offensive line? How do you think the Jets can handle the right tackle position? And what are your thoughts about ATV there at left tackle? Um, look, I think they did the right thing by putting ATV there. When I suggested it uh, a couple of times on my show and, you know, and other, you know, shows, People thought, oh, you, you can't mess with the kid. You can't put him in a different position. It's going to screw him up. You want him to get used to his one position. You can't keep changing him. My argument was, hey, this is a temporary thing because the number one priority is protecting Zach Wilson, especially, you know, this is the second year in a row he's had an injury, just coming back. We need to protect him. It's no more playing games. And if AVT, um, you know, salutes to him, right, for being willing to jump over there and do it, we yeah. need to do the best possible job right now in protecting Zach Wilson. So I was 100% for it. I appreciate AVT. He is now shining this year. He is broken out, and he showed exactly why we gave up the trade capital that we gave up to move up and get him. And, it, and again, it's showing Joe Douglas's genius because, boy, what would we be without AVT right now? He's perhaps the best player on our offense in some ways, or at least the most valuable. So mm. – um, just awesome and now we understand why we like to take versatile players who can shift around and play different positions it's a beautiful thing Um, I think one of the things that's helping our line even though we're torn up and beaten up and we're taking these injuries is there is now you know paid the price last year for the first five games but that system is in now right and the players that come into our team it's not everybody learning a new system it's whoever's stepping in but McGovern and the guys that are there, ADT, the guys that are there week in and week out that are staying healthy, they know and understand this system and, what, and, and you know, the scheme and the philosophy of what we do as an offense. And 
you could see for the 49ers when the, a system like this gets put in place, even when you start changing the players, it's like a next man up kind of thing. It's a strong, you know, well-oiled machine, the system. So I'm starting to really believe in this zone blocking scheme that we have in place. And it's making yeah. me think that when we get healthy, we're only going to be that much stronger, but it's also going to get us through times like this when we have to use backup players and, you know, I think they'll keep AVT on the left side this um, against Miami, and I think on the right side, well, I think his name is Remmers. I think that's the the guy I'm expecting to see play on the right side as far as oh, okay. Uh, so, so you're not even so you don't want to have nothing to do with Connor McDermott possibly starting at right tackle at all, right? No, I think he's an emergency guy uh, for sure. You yeah. know, you know, he, I just want to say in his defense, he is not. You know, <laughs> obviously the past defense for him, the pass blocking is a, is a very serious issue. But his run blocking <laughs> his run blocking Go ahead, a, go ahead, Jeremy. Try your best. <laughs> Try your his, best. I'm gonna let his you run blocking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you his try his run blocking is not college level. It's somewhere it's it's borderline NFL level. Whereas his it's only his pass blocking that's like not even NFL caliber. But um Jeremy Con- Listen, Jeremy. Uh, you know, uh, Connor McDermott is trash. Yeah, but you know what? It's our fault for having him on the roster. It's our fault for yeah, not yeah. Up- having a better upgrade in the roster. Yeah, and, and again, hopefully Dwayne Brown, and we'll see what happens going forward with him. There was a lot of talk about, we all know initially, they said, hey, you know, the injury that he had, he'd be back week five. But then there was also a lot of rumors swirling that he's not going to be back by week five. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully he'll be able to return soon. Hopefully, you know, and maybe, again, next week. And uh, we'll see what happens going forward. Him, his addition to the offensive line may help us, okay? But, man, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Now, going into yeah. this Dolphins game with you, because I want to discuss that a bit, too. Give me your thoughts, man, about us matching up with this team. How do you feel about our defense matching up with them, man? Again, they got Tyreek Hill. They got Waddle. They've got Grisecki. How do you think this secondary is going to be able to handle all of those weapons that the Dolphins have? Well, you know, I think that, even you know, one thing that hurts the Jets and one thing that has been our problem is it has not been the wide receivers. It really hasn't. We've done a good job. And since this Sala regime has started in, mm-hmm. you know, even with Bryce Hall and Eccles last year, you know, we were all shocked by it, but it's not our weakness. It's not where we get hurt. It's not where the defense is vulnerable. And when you think, and don't get me wrong, I mean, you know, obviously Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. So, but I don't know, they're not going to own us. I mean, with DJ Friesen and Sauce Gardner, we have the, we have the defenders now. We have the secondary to contain these guys. Now, what people should notice about our safeties, you see the difference between yesterday and the rest of the season. The real difference and the reason you saw LaMarcus Joyner and Whitehead bounce back so hard is because the Steelers were the first team that we faced this year that didn't have this ferocious running attack. Now, I know they have Nigel Mm. Harris, but they're not on all cylinders. They're not running effectively, and that's the difference in the play of safety because the first three games we were playing against elite running teams, you know, it's, you know the, the way they run the ball was so, so effectively 
That's what hurts the safeties when they have to come in and they have to worry about the run. With the Steelers, it wasn't as much an issue, and you saw what happened with our safeties. They played much better. It's the same thing with Miami. Miami is not Baltimore. Miami is not Cincinnati, and Miami is, um, you know, uh, not Cleveland as far as a running team. So I think we can expect our safeties to continue to play well and contribute. I think we got Sauce and D.J. Reed were really strong there. As far as Jacecki, we got to play him like we played Andrews, right? I mean, we were able to contain Andrews week one. So if we can contain Andrews and rely on our secondary, but, you know, it's always going to come down to pressure on the quarterback, you know? So at the end of the day, that's what's really going to neutralize those weapons. We got to make Bridgewater uncomfortable. Yeah, I think a big, I think the big issue as well um, going into, uh, you know, us being able to come down into the run and, and handle the business there at safety was just the fact that, you know, uh, we, there was a lot of miscommunications, I think, offensively. That was, or defensively, excuse me, uh, with the safeties. I think that was the big issue. And, and again, DJ Reed even came out and said that they had cleaned that up. So I think that, that was, that's a huge deal for us as well. But before I let you go, Jeremy, give me your final score prediction for this game, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? 27 to 17, New York Jets. Okay, I'm, I like that take, Jeremy. I like that take, all right? Listen, Jeremy taking the Jets. I said nothing. Jeremy taking the Jets, all right? Listen, Jeremy, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, man. We'll, t- we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. You have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep going again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Venom. Venom coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Venom. For those of you that do not know Venom, oh, he's a savage, man. He's a savage. <laughs> Salutes to you, Venom. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, man, we just watched Zach Wilson go out there and handle business, okay? Give me your thoughts about his performance, man. Yeah, it was it was, it was a good performance, Joe. I got to apologize to you, man. I got to apologize to you, Zach, for going <laughs> off last week. Yeah, you know. You, you know, Venom. You know. You, 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 look, I respect everybody's take. You called in. You were furious. Okay, you're very hot. You did say that they were going to lose. There's no way. I think it was no way in hell that the Jets are going to win. You know, you said a lot. And today, I'm here to listen to you, Venom. All right, go ahead and give me your thoughts on this Jets performance in Zach Wilson, bro. Let me know. Let me know. Tell me. I'm I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed. Uh, I, I cannot lie, man. You know, only thing I want to see more is a full four quarters of, of Zach playing the way he played in that last four or five minutes. So if we can get that, I'm, I'm good with it, man. You know, I don't want to give up. I don't want to let him too much on Albrick because this defense still got to get better. And I want to see this offense start clicking a little bit earlier, man. So hopefully, hopefully we can see that this week because we're going to need to see it this week, man. Okay, so now, you know, again, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you were excited about the performance of Zach Wilson and everything that he put together out there on the field. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts about this offensive line? Because now it's getting 
pretty shaky, right? You got Max Mitchell out with a dislocated knee. AVT is playing left tackle. I mean, what were your thoughts about the adjustments along the offensive line, and how do you think the Jets should move forward with their offensive line now that Max Mitchell is out? Do you think Connor McDermott should start at right tackle? I, I don't think so. They just signed two um, offensive linemen, so hopefully they'll yeah. be ready this week. Hopefully Dwayne Brown will be ready this week. You know, so hopefully they'll get some some snaps at at, at the right tackle, man, because we need somebody. Maybe AVT could go there if Dwayne Brown comes back <laughs> because he's been playing everywhere, mm-hmm. and that's the type of that's the type of caliber you put him in any position, and you don't have to worry about it. It's like okay, AVT go to the right tackle, left tackle, the center, the guard, anywhere he's he's comfortable there. No, only and I, I got to give a shout out Joe too because the uh, our center he has been playing a great season because we haven't uh, you know we have if it's McDermott he's been playing great because we haven't had any pressure up the middle like that it's only it, it seems like it's been the right or the left side that's been giving us the most problems you know so the center's doing pretty pretty well also. <laughs> Just crazy, I, I, I'm just saying, Joe. Uh, I'm just saying, Joe. Go ahead, man. I'm listening, Venom. I'm listening because last I'm week you saying. just called in full of fire. This this team yeah, is gonna man. get busted. They suck. I, you know, I'm just listening. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm I, just listening, Venom. You know what I mean? Calm down, I, man. I had to calm down. Yo, yeah, you know, I, just so much uh, going through the same, you know, same thing over and over again. So I had to calm down, man. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm glad that you're calm now. So moving forward, we're going to talk about this Jets defense, man. What were your thoughts about the performance of Saw in this football game against the Steelers? I thought he was phenomenal. He was out there really breaking up passes, knocking things down, and handling business, man. How did you feel about his performance uh, in that game? Man, Saw, he's going to be a beast, man. He's 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 stepping up, he's rising to the occasion. And then having somebody like DJ Reed to show him how, how to go about things. I think he's, he's going to, he's going to be, he did a, he did a great job, man. Any receiver that they put on that side was even the tight end was locked up when he got there, when Michael Carter got the interception. So he, he was locking up everybody, man. everybody. Mm -hmm. George Pickett tried to bully him. He ain't let that happen, so he, you know, Sauce is going to be an issue, man. So hopefully we get to keep seeing him grow. And this is only four weeks into the season, so he has a lot more time to grow, and I want to see what he develops into. Yeah, yeah, he does. Only and again, thing, our only thing, Joe, about about this defense, go ahead, go ahead. I just want to see, I just want to see these veterans stop making stupid plays. It's not the rookies; it's the veterans that hit by Carl Lawson. Mm. It was tic-tac, but, you know, we got them on the board right before half, so we can't let things like that happen. And it seems like every week it's another veteran that keeps doing it, doing these stupid, stupid mistakes every time. So hopefully Salah will sit down with them and have a have a talk with all the veterans because the rookies are playing extremely well. Yeah, yeah, I mean – those are the guys, like you said, those are the guys getting the penalties, man. And it's it's been mind-blowing. The way that and, – and I've talked about it. You know, Jeremy spoke about it as well. Just you cannot give away yardage to these really good teams that we got upcoming because if you do, boy, you're going to be paying for it big time because they'll, they'll catch that in. They'll punch that in for a touchdown. 
We've got to find yeah, a way and, to and, stop getting these crazy penalties. They're just, just ridiculous, man. Yeah, and, and we're not that good. We're not good enough to do that, to, you know, make all these turnovers and think we could still be in, in the fight with, with some of these top contenders. That's a fact, so yep. we definitely have to yep. hold, hold on to it. And even even as play calling, sometimes even right before the half, you got to run the ball. Don't Zach, don't try to throw it. Don't just go for the three. Go up. We're not that good of a team right now to to try to impose our will. I appreciate that he did, but I would have took the took the three any which way in that that situation. No, that's what we were talking about. We go up, thir- I think it would have been a, a 13 to 3, 13 to 3. We really shut the door yeah. on them. But, it, but it, yeah. you know, we were able to bounce back. We were able to bounce back, so I'm thankful for that. But we just got to clean things up going forward. It wasn't the most beautiful win, but it was gutsy, showed moxie, and got it done. Now, my final question before I let you go, Venom, because I want to talk to you about this Jets-Dolphins game we got coming up. This Jets-Dolphins team, or this Jets-Dolphins matchup, this Dolphins, they have pass rush, man. They got some guys that can get after it, okay? They got some guys. Like, I know they have Raekwon yeah. Davis. They got, you know, they got Baker. Like, they've got Ingram. They've got some guys that can get after yeah. it. What are your thoughts? How do you think the New York Jets will protect Zach Wilson in this game? Because the Steelers were getting after Zach, but he was able to kind of get the ball out and, you know, just throw it away. Yeah. What do you think the Jets should do, this, man? This do you whole, think we'll see our tight ends come in and help, or how do you think it's how do you think they're going to protect that? <laughs> they're going to have to keep the tight ends in. <laughs> I heard people say we're a lot more talented than Miami. I, I, you got to hit that button and say you smoking crack, man. <laughs> what are you smoking, man? Because this team, Miami, hold is built. Hold on, hold on, Miami. hold on, hold on, Venom. Uh, listen, I, you act for it. You're you know? smoking crack. Stop. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead with you. This Miami team is built different, man. What they did was spend money everywhere. They got Brian mm. Jones, and the, they have the safety in the back that locks down everything. They got two good corners on the edges. Man, you put every – you got Baker coming – down the middle in the linebacker, it's, 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 it's talent everywhere on that Miami squad. So, you know, we don't have that yet. We're we're still developing that talent and putting it all together. We don't? We're still building our chemistry. You don't think we have talent at, like, multiple spots on this football team? Yo, Joe, I, like I said, we have talent, but we're still building the relationship together. Miami started this thing off running from day one where, where they could come jump out the window on you. We haven't even seen our potential right. of our, our defensive line yet. We haven't saw Carl Lawson start getting busy. We didn't see J.J. start getting busy. We still just see sputters from Quentin. We just see a little bit from Quentin, but we don't see them dominate the way other teams dominate. You know, so okay. there's, there's okay. things. And, and even, even this Miami offense, Mm-hmm. You know, our offense don't get busy the way they get busy. Okay, this, okay. This, so, it's going to be tough to it's going to be tough for us to handle that speed that's over there because you got to pick your poise in this game. It's either you right. you push it everybody back and cover four, or you you're letting if you go after Gasecki with the safeties, you're letting Tyreek go over a water go over the top, and only thing that 
we have is that we got Bridgewater that can't throw that deep to get to them. So we're gonna we're gonna have to pick our poison, like you said. Gasecki kills us, and now you just with those two speed burners, you're gonna have to pick your poison. You can't have okay, two so, over the top because. All right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. I know you can't have two over the top. I'm just saying you this sounds you like can't the have two over the top. You okay, can't go have ahead, two go over ahead. the top. Yeah. Yo, I'm yeah. just saying you can't have two over the top. So and soft, just soft, go over the top. You know? Who do we have over the top, Joe? Who do we have over the soft top? Can't, you don't think that soft – Jalen Waddle's phenomenal. Tyree Hill, that guy's just a burner. We all know. But I think that Sauce and Reed will be okay. Of course, they're going to get their help in and there. But I think another <laughs> thing that you're leaving out, Venom, is that if we can go in there and rush the passer – Tua's not playing this week. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's in the concussion protocol. I hope he ends up being okay. I don't even want to, you know, that, yeah, that situation yeah, I, was I, just crazy. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, that was just crazy. But my goodness, our pass rush, if it can come in and, and have some effect, they're not going to have all day to just throw the ball out there. You know what I mean? Now, I'm a little bit worried about their yeah. running game as well. I'm a little bit worried about their mm-hmm. running game because they can't run the football. Most are Edmonds. They got some guys that can move. Yeah, but, you know, we can cover yeah. a little bit here, Vin. We can cover a little bit. And I know that a lot of people talk about the safeties and the play there, but guess what? The communication issues was the biggest issue, and we saw that. We saw that not be an issue in this past game because they sat down, had a defensive meeting, and cleaned it up. So I hear what you're saying, Venom. I'm just saying that, you know, I think you should give the Jets a little bit more, you know, than you, than you already I'm, have. I'm, but – Yo, just, I, I want to hear, your, fi- I wanna hear your, your final score prediction as well. Go ahead, but go ahead. Final, okay, listen. Oh, I understand what you're saying, Joe, but we've been down okay. this road again. I don't want to go back. Yeah. I don't want to right, go back man. to last week, Venom. I'm here, so now I want to see them get two <laughs> wins in a row. I want to see them. I would be, you know, I want to every time. You know, I hate on them, they get a dub. So maybe I should hate on them again to get a dub. And, you know, but I think oh, I my just want to see them, you know, get. I just want to see them come out and, and get another dub. I don't want to okay. fall back and we lose this one. And, you know, so I just what want is, to what see is them your come out. And my prediction, What's the prediction is uh, 24-27 Jets by three. 24 no, after that's, all that's this weird. talk. Oh, listen. Joe, listen, Joe pay attention, the only everybody. thing the only thing I know Venom hit the you. only thing I know go, go Joe ahead. is is this team is competitive. People don't run on them. They're feisty, they're scrappy. They you know, we we're, we're people be saying 14 points is a mm-hmm. blowout nowadays. So if we're getting beat by 14 and that's considered a blowout you know, I, I think the Jets are going to hold hold their own in this one. And if Zach, if Zach right. keeps getting his moxie up, we're, we're going to mm-hmm. be fine, man. Okay. And, Listen, and it's week I five, say- man. It's week five. Yeah. We we it's got more five. time to build and grow, so it's only week five. We'll be all right. Listen, Venom, I want to thank you for calling. I got to slide off. 860 will come to you next. Venom, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, Venom? Absolutely, definitely, bro. Have a good one. All right, you have a good one. Listen, Venom called in with some takes, okay? I understand. Things have been up and down, but, you know, we're finding our way out here. We got Zach Wilson back, and he's playing well, all right? He's playing all right. So, again, lines are open, 515 602 515-602-9639. 515 
602-963-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you, when you call in, please make sure your background is clear, okay? All right? Make sure your background's clear. I know I have new callers. I want to make sure you're good to go. I want to be able to hear you, okay? If you don't call us from a Sesame Street phone, I want to be able to hear you. Take me off a of speaker. You got me on speaker. Stop doing that, okay? I want to be able to hear you, all right? So, again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Share the stream as well across your social media with your friends and your family. Subscribe if you have not subscribed and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. If you want to give to the chat or give to the stream, excuse me, the super chat is there. The catch app is also at the bottom of the screen. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. So next, we're going to 860. 860. We're coming directly to you. You're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from. Give me your thoughts about this Jets game against the Steelers. How are you feeling after watching Zach Wilson come back and really put in a, a solid game here and get a good, big Jets win on the comeback? Hey, what's going on, man? So they call me June the GM. I'm um, born okay. and raised in the Bronx, New York. Born and raised in the Bronx, Ooh. New York. I live in Connecticut right now. And um, I've been okay. a Jets fan for over 40 years. I've been riding for 40 years plus. So, you know, I, okay. I ain't no bandwagon. Yeah, now, I you listen. Ain't much of a bandwagon here <laughs> yet, yeah, baby. I hear you. Listen, June, June coming on with some fire. Yeah. I like what you you're know, coming I, I with, June. Now, listen. listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give I, us your take, man. How you feeling about Zach I know, I know what – look, I like the kids, Zach. I think Zach, to me, out of all my years of living, I think that Zach has the most talent at that position that I've seen personally that we've drafted. Wow, okay. I was there when we drafted. Well, I was there when we drafted Kenny O'Brien instead of Dan Marino. I was there when we mm. drafted the Chad Pennington when we brought in the old Vinny Testaverde, who was one of my favorites. I've been there, like I said, over forty years. But from a talent perspective, I haven't seen a kid with, with as much athleticism and such an arm. He has a gun for an arm. He has a rifle. You know, like Zach yeah. Wilson. The problem is yeah. we all know he's a, he's a little fragile because he's, he's a little small. His build is small for the position. I'm hoping he can stay healthy. He has a long injury history because back, back in the days at BYU, he's always had some issues. But I like the kid a lot. I think he has the potential to be great if we can keep him healthy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we have to now, protect here's him. The that's, that's the big thing. That's the big thing. Well, here's it's, the it's, fear, it's our right? Our protection has got to, has got to step up. Go ahead. And that's the part where I'm a little bit upset with Joe Douglas. I'm going to be honest with you. Joe knew that we had an issue with Becton before the year started. He knew he wasn't dependable. I don't like the fact that we waited into the fourth round to draft the lineman when he knows, you know, I know, we all know we had offensive line issues. He should have mm-hmm. got at least two offensive linemen in this draft, but he waited to the fourth round. Yes, Max looked decent before he got hurt, but we know we should have drafted at least two young gunners on that offensive line. That being said, we're going to have problems with Miami because Miami has a bunch of piranhas on that defensive line. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on a second, June, and I hear you. I hear you, but here's the deal, okay? I understand there was a lot of talk about this, especially after Beckton went down, Right about Akeem Aquanu, maybe we should have took him. That, that, I know that there was a lot of discussion about that, and I kind of get that. But he did try to shore up 
the back end because he was already talking to Dwayne Brown before Beckton went down. He was already talking. And again, I'm not just sitting here defending Joe Douglas because there's he's no, no, done no, some no. things that, that I've questioned as well. Yeah, I've, I've questioned it as well. <laughs> some things, not all things, but some things I've questioned you know him as well. But he did try to shore some things up, right? So when you look at the situation, he came in. Fant was supposed to be the guy that was starting at left tackle. He ends up going down with a knee injury, right? I mean, that's coming off of a phenomenal year from Fant at left tackle last year. Beckton's supposed to be our right tackle. He goes down, same knee injury. uh, um, He um, had a a, a chip fracture in his knee. That sits him down for the year. He was already talking to Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown's supposed to, you know, he comes in. We saw what happened to him. He goes down and goes on IR, too. So I understand he did try to shore up the the tackle spot. McDermott, I mean, these were kind of the best options available. I understand the criticism, but I will say that I think that Joe Douglas tried. It's just like how many damn tackles no, can no, you have listen, on the roster? No, no, listen, listen. I would be lying. I would be lying if know. I say he didn't try. It's just I've never seen a team lose yeah. four offensive linemen in the same yeah. season. <laughs> it I happens. Don't, I, it, it happens. It's like, yeah. It's crazy. That's my fear. Yeah. Listen, from a talent perspective, now we're talking talent, right? Yes, Miami has talent. Tyreek Hill, we got Waddle out there. They're running backs. That, eh, I'm not worried about none of their running backs. Here's the quarterback, mm-hmm. Bridgewater beat us last year, but I'm not necessarily worried about him either, or, or Tua, even if Tua was to play, which he's not. But mm-hmm. I think we got the talent to, to match up well with them. My only fear is I don't like the offensive line situation. Because the way yeah. I, I was listening to some other commentators earlier this week, and I was a little upset because they kept saying, oh, you know, Zach was rusty in the beginning, Zach this and Zach that. I said to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute. Zach was running for his life three quarters of the game. Mm-hmm. The kid was on the run the whole three quarters of the, of the game. Like, he mm-hmm. had to run, and how can you be comfortable in the pocket? Because the offensive line ain't really show up to the fourth quarter of the game. That's kind of like yeah. for some odd reason they just play, they gave him time, and we see what happens when Zach has time. So to yeah. me, can, I think, I'm not too worried about the offense of Miami. My thing is this. If we're not going to block for Zach, we're in trouble. Yeah. And, 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 I, and, again, I think that this goes to, and again, talking about the tackle position, he also brought in Max Mitchell as well. And Max, before he went down, was playing extremely well, too. We all know that oh, as well. That but now terrible. he's dealing with that dislocated that knee. Terrible. So now we'll see what happens going forward. They might go to Rimmers. They might go to Bucci. We might see, uh, you know, McDermott there at right tackle. Again, we see an AVT playing left tackle. Another big issue on the offensive line as well is not just the tackles. Tomlinson has also been playing pretty darn bad as well. He was our big free agent signing Pro Bowl guy we thought was going to step up. But, June, I think a big thing, too, in this upcoming game against Miami could be play calling, okay? Play calling is where it comes into effect when you can't oh, don't, protect don't your quarterback. Me, don't, don't get me started the, 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 with that. Yeah, the, don't get me way, started hold on, with hold that. On a second. Hold on. The way, but, again, Mike LaFleur has shown that in the past that he can do some of these things, getting the ball out of Zach Wilson's hands quickly, quick, quick, you know, quick drops, get the ball out of his hands, get it in the space, hit the back. He can do those things. Now, he's going to be called upon this week as a play caller to figure out how to get this done. That's what we're going to see. We saw it before with Mike White. Remember last year the Jets were having issues with protection and all that stuff. Zach Wilson went down because of those issues with the PCL. Mike White came in and was dialing things up with with the same line. 
All right, it was because hey, he you know what, Let me ask you, Hold on a second, June. Hold on a second, June. This might yes, be sir. again. This is going to be the game where we're going to see what Michael Floor has, what he can draw up, how quickly he can get the ball out of Zach Wilson's hands, and what kind of scheme he can draw up to really thwart again the offensive line issues and the pass rush of the Dolphins. Go ahead, I'll give you the final word before I let you go. I I, I agree with you. This is my fear mm-hmm. with with our, with our offensive coordinator, and I agree. It's these type of things that make me question where's his mind at. Remember right before halftime, we were looking good. All we needed was maybe another 5, 10 yards to give our kicker a chance at the field goal. Zach throws that questionable pass into a, into a group yeah. of people just hanging out, right? Yeah. I wonder, I say to myself, I, I wonder, I say to myself, why didn't he call timeout and tell Zach, hey, Zach, we don't need to force nothing here. Quick little five, seven-yard pass, get the ball out your hand, let's give our field goal kicker a shot. That's what I say to myself. Sometimes he trusts Zach a little bit too much. I, I want him to take charge and speak to Zach. He's still a young kid. Hey, Zach, go force the ball. Get this little bit of yardage. Let's get this field goal. Because that changes the dynamic of the game. And it's going to be those type of calls, like you said. He's going to have to call one hell of a game to beat mm-hmm. and slow down Miami's defensive line. But I'm going to give you my score prediction. I'm going to give you my Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Before you let me go, and I love your show, by the way. I'm new to it. Thank I'm going to be so tuning much. in all the time. I've Thank got you. the Jets 31-27. Woo, hold on, June. <laughs> June said uh, 31-27 Jets. Listen, June. I want to thank you for calling in, man. I want to hear from you on the next time I have a show. You have yourself a good night, my friend. You as well, my brother. God bless. All right, you have a good one. Listen, June called in with some fire. She called in with some fire. Salute. You know, and look, I know a lot of people get on Joe Douglas, and I get it, okay? This this offensive line is a mess. Whew. Right now, I'm telling you, Tomlin, not looking so good. That that signing so far, looking bad. Okay, hopefully he cleans it up. I don't want to have to... Hit him with that again, but I'm just saying Tomlinson so far looking back. Okay, I'm just saying. We were all excited about it, but it's not looking, you know. But, again, that tackle position, Beckton going down, you know, Fant going down. We're, we're seeing, you know, tackles just go left and right, go down for us, guys that we thought we'd be able to depend on. Dwayne Brown going down with his injury. We'll see when he comes back. Hopefully it's very soon. Max Mitchell with the dislocated knee now. So it's like, man, what can you do? So, you know, hopefully things clean up. But, again, we've got to figure it out. And LaFleur, this is going to be his, his call here. He's got to figure out how to, how to get these, you know, get the ball out of Zach's hands quickly. And, again, salutes to all the savages in the chat as well. You know, a lot of people talking about it, the running game. The running game has got to be more impactful. We're running the football more effectively. Things would ease up, you know, going forward, grabbing guys up, pushing them out of the way. That, that should be something you should be solid at as an offensive lineman. So we've got to do that well as well. And if not, you're going to end up putting everything on Zach's shoulders, everything on Zach's shoulders. So we've got to find a way to get it done, but you've got to get the ball out of Zach's hands quickly, quickly, because uh, – the mobility thing, running around, is only going to get you so far. <laughs> it's only going to get you so far. Eventually, they're going to catch you, and they're going to hit you real hard, okay? So, again, salute to all the savages in the chat just getting after it. NY Jets FL says the short pass 
It's the same as run. Use the clock. Yeah, we've got to do all of those things, all of those things. I left a uh, poll in the chat. Again, salute to all the savages. I'm going to close the poll now. We're going to get the thoughts from the savages, all right, on this Dolphins-Jets game. Now, I put the poll up earlier. 75% savages in the chat said that the New York Jets will beat the Dolphins. 75%. Only 25% believe that the Jets will lose. 75%. That's, that's pretty big there. That's pretty big. So I'm going to give you guys my thoughts on this upcoming game against the Dolphins. Listen, I'm looking at, again, I'm looking at our offense, and I think Zach Wilson will be able to come out and do some things. He's got to be careful with the football, though, all right, because I know Xavier Howard right now is questionable. I know he's dealing with a groin injury, so we'll see if he, if he ends up playing. If he does, man, let me tell you something. This, this Dolphins secondary is serious. serious. Needleham, Howard, they got a bunch of guys back there. Bethel that can really handle business there at corner. Don't be trying to throw balls that they don't fit because these guys will pick it off, especially, again, Howard's a really good corner in this league. He's got to be careful. I'm also concerned, again, about the pass rush, Wilkins, Davis, Ogba. Emmanuel Ogba has been a very solid defensive lineman in this league for years. Roberts, again, Baker, that kid's showing up and showing out. Phillips and Ingram, Melvin Ingram, been in this league for a while. These guys can get after it. We have to find a way to properly protect Zach Wilson because if we don't, boy, oh, boy, are we going to be in some trouble, in some big trouble, all right? These guys will smack him around, and it will be a long day for us, and I do not want to see that. So the big thing is you've got to properly protect Zach Wilson. I, I mean, bring some backs in to help block, chip him with tight ends, do whatever you can. You've got to protect Zach Wilson. And hopefully this week we'll see more from the running game than we saw last week. Uh, against the Steelers. The running game is really going to get going early, whether it be Brees or Michael Carter. Also, I'm going to see Carter come out that backfield, man, get the ball in that guy's hands. He is scary in space. Now we go to the defensive side of the ball again. Tua not starting because he's dealing with that concussion. We already know he's out. Teddy Bridgewater is still a very good quarterback in this league. He's very smart, very smart, very smart guy. He's effective. He's nothing to, to turn your nose up at. So we've got to make sure that we get some pressure on him. Lawson, Jermaine Johnson, Breach, uh, uh, Bryce Hall, excuse me, uh, you know, Jacob Martin, all these guys. we got to get after him. Quentin Williams, put some pressure on this guy, man. Smack him around because let me tell you something, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, you give those guys time to just roam around in your secondary while, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, again, he's not, you know, Lamar Jackson fast, but he can extend some plays with his feet as well. We saw this just like with Jacoby, you know, we saw, saw it with him as well where he's not the, the greatest runner in the world, but we saw him extend some plays. Teddy Bridgewater can do that as well. You get him moving, Waddle and Hill, you don't want to lose those guys. Waddle and Hill, I think, is going to be the big issue offensively for us. We've got to find a way to get those guys covered. Sauce Reed will definitely be tested in this football game. We also got to look out for Gusecki, man. Every year we talk about this guy. Every year we talk about Gusecki, you know, cooking us, and we see it. So we've got to find a way to get him covered as well. So with all that said, I'm going to take the New York Jets to win this football game, and I'm going to take the Jets 21-24. 21-24, I think it's a close game, but I am taking the New York Jets. Man, this is going to be a heck of a game, a heck of a game. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. Salutes to everybody that called in, everybody that watched. It was phenomenal. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. 
Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Okay? Your boy's also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter. Okay? Type in at The Long Beach Joe. At The Long Beach Joe. You can also hit my personal page at YoungJ000. Again, at Young J000, follow me, I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me, no issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, okay? I'm just saying, left guard, right guard, left tackle. Who knows, maybe he moves to right tackle at some point, right? Dwayne Brown comes back, maybe he's at right tackle. You know, and we'll see what happens going forward with Dwayne Brown. But uh, he's doing all things. Fight on. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that you see what USC produces. That's all I'm saying. Fight on. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying much, but I'm just saying that. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and troll me. I'll troll you right back. I'm also on YouTube as well. Going over to YouTube, search Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Okay, hit that subscription button, subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, all right? And if you want to troll me, go ahead and hit those comments, and I'll troll you right back. And as always, folks, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person, okay, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing, okay? Whoever tells you that the hugs aren't free, they're lying to you. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. Without you people... Okay, I'm nothing. I want to thank you. Take the times out of your day to call in, listen, and comment on the show. You folks are the absolute best. So with all that said, I want to thank you folks for listening. You folks have a good one. Peace. (laughs) 